Hey guys, and welcome back to the Pennies to Pounds podcast with your host Kay. And this is the podcast where we aim to dispel myths, simplify difficult financial jargon, and rectify your own personal problems. Welcome back to another week and another podcast episode. For those of you who don't know, this week is National Pensions Awareness Week. So true to theme, we are talking all about pensions. But I am joined with a special guest. You guys may remember from previous episodes, special guest. Can you introduce yourself, please? Hi there. I'm Keith Dad. Way! Oh, let me get. Oh, I never know what the claps are. I think it's this one. There you go. Give me the claps. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. So today we're talking about pensions, Daddy, aren't we? Sure. So pensions are for old people, right? Like you, because I don't have one. So like you. Cheeky. I'm being honest. No, no, not for not for old people. It's for everyone. I mean, pensions are. They will be for everyone. You need to prepare. For the future, um, you live for today. Yes, great, you know, but we've got to prepare for the future. Okay, future is coming, so we've got to be ready for it. Okay, okay. So everyone needs a pension. Sure do. Right. So let's go through the different types of pensions, then, Daddy. I'm going to talk about estate pension first. So for those of you who don't know, the government gives you estate pension, so you can qualify for the estate pension as long as you have been making national insurance contributions for the last for at least ten years. Sorry. So. If you look at your payslip when you're working, you'll see that you contribute, obviously, PAYEs, your income tax, and national insurance. So as long as you've been working for at least 10 years, you can qualify for national... national you can qualify for the state pension. So is it, what do you reckon that is? Is that enough for everyone to live off? Just we can just. Well, I mean, if it was that simple, then we wouldn't bother, would we? True. Very true. So if we actually look and see how much you're entitled to, you can get up to £164.35 per week. Great, right? Well, yeah, great. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you could spend that, you know, if you think about your lifestyle today, you know, how much could you spend in, in, in a week? Just, just, you know, Oh, I could, I could double that. Entertaining, yeah, just, just having fun with friends. Easy. Easy. Easy, right? True. And that is only if you've been contributing for at least 35 years. So that's 35 years. Of, exactly. Yeah. So if I've only been contributing, for example, 15 years, take off 20 years off that, I only get 70 pounds a week. So all I'm hearing there is that I, we shouldn't really rely on a state pension. No, it, it, I mean it should. It should. You know, it's there. You're paying into it, and it's sort of like a catch-all. In a, in effect, you know, at the absolute minimum you've got there. That's okay. the absolute minimum. But you should say, okay, great. Now that's a good starting point. But you know, what do I need to do? Okay, cool, makes sense. So now, okay, fine. We'll leave state pension there. Let's move on to private pensions. So. That is the type of pension that you can open up yourself. So if you're looking to build up your own pension pot and you're saying, you know what, I've heard about the state pension. It's not enough for me to live off. When I retire, you can open up a private pension fund. And that is where you're, op- you're able to make your monthly contributions towards your pot. Um, you can do it through your stocks and shares. ISA, so that means that your money, your money gets invested to hopefully give you a greater return in the future. What do you think about private pensions, Eddie? Do you have one? Uh, private as a separate? No, I don't have a private pension per se. Um, but it is a good, it is a good avenue um you know it gives you the opportunity to contribute and and you get some help from the government by, re, by way of um, tax relief so mm-hmm. in effect the government is helping you out with those payments true uh and and it's it's quite a nice way of of, of you can uh, take control um you know so it's, it's a nice way of taking control of your pension and sort of guiding it sort of where you want it to go you mm-hmm. can decide a lot more what scheme where they invest in, how you invest. Yes, you can pick um, and choose that you way. You can pick and choose and you can sort of take the control 
um, which is quite nice. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. And this is a really good option for someone if you're self-employed and you may not have a workplace pension. This is a good way to kind of protect yourself and make sure that you've got savings for your future. So now, probably the most familiar one that people will be used to is the workplace pension. What do you reckon, Danny? Well, yeah, I mean, a workplace pension is is, is brilliant. It's, a, it's almost like a, it's like a no-brainer, isn't it? I mm -hmm. mean, basically, it's where uh, your company that you work for will contribute into the pot directly as well as yourself. Yeah. So you put some in, they put some in. Um, you know, uh, I like to just call it, it's free money, isn't it? I mean, if someone gives you money, if you think about it, if there's a pot, you put money in and they'll put money in. But if you don't put any money in, um, which is if you opt out, then they're not putting any money in. So you've lost the free money, mm -hmm. haven't you? So, okay, that, so that's something you can think about. Maybe think, oh, my, I'm busy. I've got to buy a flat. I've got to buy a house. I've got rent. I've got... Oh, I've got so many things to do. Mm, I haven't got that money. Yeah, I mean, that's something we can think about really early in our, our, our life. But, you know, there's going to be a point where, I mean, there's always going to be bills. There's always going to be expenditure. True. There's going to be, as you get older, then you get married and you've got children, then you've got childcare. Then you, so there's, the, the bills don't actually end. They just keep on going. So mm -hmm. it's a way of sort of being a bit disciplined and getting into it. I mean, I mean, the good thing about it is... Um, the government brought in sort of auto enrollment. Yes, I, I noticed that because when I was working, I was working in retail um, up until the beginning of this year and I turned 22 this year. And I remember I got a letter through the post and I can't remember who it was from, but I got it. And I was like, what is this? I was thinking, what have I done? Who have I, who have I signed up to? And I didn't even know. And I saw that I'd been enrolled into a pension scheme. I was like, ah, makes sense. I'm 22. Now you get auto enrolled once you turn 22. Absolutely, yeah. So as soon as you, you earn at least £10,000 a year, you'll be automatically enrolled into a workplace pension. I mean, it's it's nice. I mean... Most companies, depending on the company, some companies have really good and in-depth pension schemes. They have their own pension, you know, um, pension fund managers and they look after it and they're the scheme. And, you know, one thing to remember about pensions are they're, they're like an investment within an investment in the sense that they work on their own. You can work for a company, whatever it's called, ABC, and they do whatever. And, a you know, ABC, whatever, bits and bobs. And then, you know, they have a pension scheme and it's separate from the company. It's designed to be separate from the company. So that company, ABC, whatever, goes bust. You're going to your say, pensions oh, are protected. Yeah, your okay. money's completely separate. Mm -hmm. you, you know, they're not going to say, oh, I know what we'll do. We're, we're a bit short of money. Well, let's dip into we'll the pot. In. To the pot. No, it's, it, they, they were, you know, back, 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 back in the days, there were scandals of various companies doing that. And so, you know, it's now properly ring-fenced away so the pension sort of runs its own little business, as it like. So mm -hmm. it's not actually dependent on uh, the company. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so it's, it's self, you know, it sort of gets funded by the, by the, uh, by the workers, mm -hmm. but it's protected because it's not actually relying, you know, and the, the company can't dip into it. So that's yeah, really and it's, good. It's also FSCS regulated, which for those of you who don't know, means that your money is obviously covered in case of any kind of weird thing or you know as you mentioned someone goes bust the company goes bust up to 85,000 pounds which is also good to know as well absolutely so Danny tell us about so you, you've got a workplace pension right you mentioned you don't have a private but you've got a workplace yeah a workplace pension yeah so I mean um, I have uh, a workplace pension um, I mean where I'm working currently I have a workplace pension mm -hmm. but I've worked other places and I've contributed into those pensions and they all they're in different places but I've got Sort of different places, my pension. Mm -hmm. um, I can talk about my. Um, let's yeah, let's let's, let's hear about yours, Eddie. What's yeah? I mean, I can just talk about. I mean, I, I can talk about a previous pension that I had. Yeah. So um, before you tell us, I did some research, right, about how much you should have in your retirement pot. Okay? okay. Because I thought, you know, maybe I thought all in all in your pot, you should maybe have maybe about fifty grand in total. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the average retirement age is about sixty-five. 
And I looked at life expectancies by 81. So that's okay. what, about 16 years of retirement you'll be, yeah? yeah? You'll be alive for. And I thought about 50 grand over that span will be enough. I actually did some research and to live comfortably, so no worries, you can go on holidays, you can afford your cars, mm-hmm. you need about £30,000 per year. So remember, I said 50000 in total, you need 30000 per year. To live a moderate lifestyle, so still have to go on holidays, but maybe not as much, you need about 20000 And to afford the basic necessities, you need 10000 So everyone should be aiming for about 20000 30000 is nice, but about 20000 How does that work for you, Daddy? Well, yeah, I mean, if I talk about just just talk about me and just one company that I used to work for, worked mm-hmm. there for a number of years, 23 years in total, mm-hmm. um, I contributed from day one, really. Um, I paid contributed from day one. I paid into it every month. Um, um, before the podcast, I sort of logged in and had a look at the projection and figures and numbers and have you know, to have a look. So just looking at after 23 years now it's frozen now so this pension has been frozen there's no because more, you don't work there anymore i don't work there anymore okay. so they've they've stopped it it's looked after by the pension provider mm-hmm. it's locked off and it's protected my yeah. money's safe i can't add any more to it um i could i could in theory if i wanted to transfer it out there mm-hmm. are facilities of doing that you can do that depending on what it is but this is, is sort there of, any benefits to transferring it out well i mean it depends on what what the scheme you're in some of them are final salary or defined salary where they've, they've defined how much you will get at the end depending on when you leave and how much you earn at the time mm-hmm. so those sort of pensions are they have their own little um, extra bonus built in so you know you probably get financial advice if you want to move it but me yeah. personally but you know mine was more defined a benefit so it had a, a figure at the end so there's no way i was i would touch that it, mm-hmm. i'll leave it be and when it's time to retire I'll, I'll i'll get access to it okay makes sense right so so just basically like i said i've, I've put in money into it for the 23 years um they've done i've done a little projection and it says and um, this is just a one not 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 bearing in mind i'm paying into my own current one yeah. now and a couple of and you've got, another, you've got a few others, others that you've sort of paid yeah so right now it, it says i've got about twenty thousand seven hundred fifty five pounds in there so just over 20k so that's, that's, uh, that's, that's every year you that's be able to annually that. yeah so this is a projection annually right now so over 20 so this is under 21,000 pounds per, per year per year when you retire you'll get yes and this is, ju- this is just one pension yeah. you know so obviously um you know i mean some people may only have one work pension they've worked in a company for all their life and they've got one pension and they've got don't forget the state pension that hopefully they've been contributing exactly yeah it. so that's that's also so, that's that's depending on how many years you've been contributing that's also another about eight grand, seven grand you get from yeah, the government. Exactly. On top every yeah, year. Exactly. So so you know, if you think about that, this is just what I've got. I mean and, and then this is obviously not including what I where I'm working now and, mm-hmm. and, and anything else I've done in the past. So that's just my my years, twenty three years into that and paying every month into that pot. Now I, I did that from you know, from the age of what? I mean, I don't know. I was uh, eighteen or something, seventeen, eighteen, I've been paying into that pot from 18 and now some of your listeners might say oh hang on i'm 18 yeah i'm 19 i'm 20 should i be doing the same well you know this is this is it this is it i mean it's kind of the 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 more you put in the more in theory you'll get out of it Mm -hmm. so if you if you contribute um from a really young age um there's more money there yeah of course and you know and a lot of people think, well, hang on, but the money's, oh, I can't get the money. Yeah, because you're thinking but, very short term, like but, right now. Yeah, but you, you're not actually losing the money. The money is in a pot. It's, it's not, you're not playing the lottery. You're not, mm-hmm. not gambling. You're actually putting money into a saving vehicle that is designed for your retirement. And, and you know, I mean, you, yes, you, you can sort of defer the, the, the fact of, well, maybe 
I'll start when I'm 25 because yeah. I've got some stuff to do at 25. But then, you know, there is, it's a slippery slope. You can say, well, then I wait till about 30 because then I think by 30, I would have bought my house. And then, mm-hmm. then oh, but no, but then I have children and then I'll wait till 35. And whoa, look at the years. They've, yeah, they've, they've, they've gone. flown away. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So let's say everyone's aim is trying to be like you. Then we're all trying to be like you in that one pension pot you've got. We want to try and get 20,000 pounds annually right mm-hmm. so i've got that as my desire so for those of you listening i've got a pension b on their website they've got calculators to see how much you projected will be able to to earn and depending on how much you put in now so i'm going to go and do it i'm going to act like i'm 18 right sure so i'm 18 i'm going to retire at 65 my current pension pot has nothing in it right so i'm brand new i'm gonna i want to put in what do you reckon 50 100 how much do i want to put in every month well, I mean, let's at just, 18, at 18, at 18, well, you, you know, at 18. So if you're 18, you want to put the minimum because you're probably thinking to yourself, oh, I, yep. I haven't got that spare cash. Exactly. So, so let's, we're just, this is all fictional. So what, yep. what, how much are we going to put in there? Eight, let's say 50. Okay, let's do this 50. Is, this is 50, right? Um, pers- are we going to make a one of contribution? We're we just going to leave it. Just no, we're no, no, we have nothing. no money. We've got nothing yet. And then let's say our employer matches us and puts in 50 pounds as well. Okay. Yep. So that means that, remember, we need 20,000 annually right if i did that from 18 you know as me 50 pounds i'd have 14,000 annually wow. so wow. just above i could just about afford the, the basics but mm-hmm. i still can't live comfortably mm-hmm. if i did just 50 pounds from 18 mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so okay let's let's change that now i'm 18 but i'm i'm in the apprenticeship for example and i'm earning more money how much should i make monthly what do you reckon well let's double it then let's double it so i'm gonna put in 100 pounds Let's move it to 100. Am I going to make a one-off contribution? No, we've got no more money. No, no more money. And my employer's going to match it, so I'll move that to 100 again. So that means it goes from 14,000 to 19,000 now. Wow. So, so we're, we're closer now. We're getting closer. We're so, getting closer. Yeah. I mean, you know, bearing in mind, um, you know, when you're younger, yeah, of course there's going to be less money around. But as you get older, you know, there is the ability to put more down, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. You will, you, hopefully, fingers crossed, you'll earn more. Yeah. Um, and then you'll have more free cash more disposable income and yeah you can then concentrate on it more so you know it just goes to show i mean 100 pounds you have to decide if you said 100 pound a month you know i would hope that you should be thinking about saving regardless anyway mm-hmm. so so it, you should you're going to have to sort of and i know you talked about savings in the past and you know savings is part of part of life it should it be is, part yeah. of life yeah yeah so that's another you know yes definitely yeah okay right so let's let, let's Change a bit now. Let's say I'm past that. So 18 is great, but I am now 25, yeah? And I'm just hearing about pensions, and I think I should start contributing, right? Right. So I'm 25 now, and I still want to retire at 65. Again, should, how much should we contribute to that? Well, I, I, I should think, let's do 200 pounds. 200 we, pounds yeah, every month, Yeah, because I'm right? thinking, hopefully, you've you've got yourself on a little career path, and yep. you might have a bit more money. Okay, are we going to make any one-off contributions? No, we're not. Nothing, and are we going to say our employer matches it? Well, I mean, oh. they don't always match. Sometimes okay. they, sometimes they, they do. Um, you know, they do uh, like a third of what you put in. So let, let's 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 put the employer down to uh, one fifty something. One fifty, like cool. So that now means if I start at twenty-five, retired at sixty-five, made contributions of two hundred pounds every month, and my employer made a contribution of one fifty, I had twenty-two thousand pounds, eight hundred pounds. pounds. I receive annually for my pension, which is good, right? Yeah, exactly. So let, let's figure out that. Let's let's say anyone listening, remember to, to live very comfortably, to be able to go multiple holidays, afford any car you want, you use about 30, 30 grand, right? right? Every every year when you retire. Let's figure it out. Let's say I'm twenty five and I want to reach that thirty grand. 
let's let's play around with the numbers and figure out how much we need. So let's say our monthly contributions. Let's should we double it from two hundred to four hundred? Yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go to three hundred. Okay, three hundred. Keep keep it down. So three hundred, and our employers going to contribute how much? We're going to make them go two hundred. Yeah, as I say. Okay, employers going to go two hundred. Are we going to make any one-off as well, or are we going to leave it? No, we're going to leave it as is because I, I think very little, very few people uh, well, will have, just... have a lump sum of money that they can put against yeah. a pension. I think you know. True. Okay, fine. I'm twenty-five. Contributing three hundred pounds every month. Employers contributing two hundred. Oh, remember, sorry, I should have said earlier. All these numbers include the state pension as well. So these numbers are contain the state pension that you get. So the seven thousand or eight thousand pounds you get as well. Um, so if we did all that, that would bring us to twenty eight thousand eight hundred ninety nine pounds. Right. So we're almost. Yeah. So there. we're heading there. We're heading yeah, there. Yeah, we're heading we're there. there. I mean, I mean, what what I think what sometimes what people forget is they they think well, do you know what I'll do? I don't have to worry about that. Do you know why? Well, I, I know what I do because I've seen, I've gone to supermarket, mm. I've gone to B and Q, I've gone to various places, and you know, I've seen pensioners, and they sort of work there. Oh, and right. They, and they, they, so they, I don't need to worry about that because mm-hmm. why? Do, why would I need to worry about my pension? Because I'll just get a little job in in wherever, mm-hmm. and I can I can earn extra money there. Mm. Well, there's a lot of assumptions there, Kia. Mm. Will you will you be able to walk? Will you have will you receive? We have a bad knee with a bad back, depending on what you do for a living. If you're mm-hmm. in, if you work in in construction, doctor, nurses, uh, healthcare, you know, lots of ups and downs, lifting. You know, will you be will you be able to do a little job? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Will, will you have um, you know other conditions? You know, life threatening conditions. You you don't know. Mm-hmm. So, assuming that purely the fact that I can always top it up by methods of working. Through past retirement, mm. I, I don't know if I would make that assumption. Yeah. Okay. So that's why it's kind of you almost have to plan for, uh, as I say, plan for the worst, as it were. Mm-hmm. Plan for the fact that well, I'm going to retire and I'm going to not be able to work for whatever yeah. reason. Okay. Yeah. So that is why you sort of make sure. That's why we're talking about these numbers. They seem big, but you know they will pay pay for themselves later on. Mm-hmm. So should, should we try and find a sweet spot to get the 30,000? Should, should we have a look? Go for it. Okay, right. So I'm saying 25. I'm going to say, hmm, I'm going to say you might have to contribute 400, I reckon. Oh, no, I think you can contribute a bit less. I say 330. There we go. There's the sweet spot. Daddy, I found it. So if you're 25, mm-hmm. you contribute 330 pounds every month. Mm-hmm. And your employer, to be fair, that probably got up a bit. It's an employer contributes 210 Okay. Yours. Right. That means you, including the state pension, will have thirty thousand five hundred and fifty-three pounds mm-hmm. per year to live off. So that's comfortable. That means you can go, go on your holidays, get your dream cars, everything. You've got your money when you retire to just enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Brilliant. So I mean, I, I mean, that's it. I mean, that's that, that's it. I mean, but all those figures don't be frightened. I mean, that figures are varied. I mean, I mean, currently, you know, looking at. What I'm paying now, where I'm working, I'm paying less than that uh, as a contribution. Mm-hmm. So you know, you don't necessarily, you don't may not necessarily be paying that sort of money because your employee may pay a different amount, mm-hmm. a different projection. So these are just really kind of rough-ish figures. Yeah. Okay, but the, the fact of the matter is, it's the contribution. I mean, you know, a lo- lot of schemes will allow you to choose how much you contribute uh, as a percentage, and then. So you, you could pay a smaller amount at the beginning just to get going. And then as you sort of work up your career in your company or your organization, you might say, well, I'm earning more now. So way before I was paying three, four, five percent, whatever I was of my wages, 10 percent, you know, I can now say to my pension scheme, can, can you can I contribute a bit more? Mm-hmm. And depending on the scheme, your, your employer 
may also match it or contribute more as a percentage of what you're making. So yes, so you, lots of companies have a little calculator on their sort of company website and you know the pension scheme. So that figure, you know, don't don't necessarily worry too much about that. But it's more about just getting un- started getting, while you're young and thinking getting, about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I started early. If you start early, it's better for you. Yeah, um, but you even, even if you're 20, 21, 22, even up to 25, 28, and you haven't started, it isn't too late. This is more just kind of letting you know that the less, you know, the, the longer you have to contribute, the more you have in the pot. So the less years you have, you have to try and make it up by contributing slightly more, or there's, there's other factors to it. So exactly. it's more just trying to get yourself into the contribution. So now I'm just going to talk about the last, the last way that you can kind of get yourself set up with your pension, right? So the last way is one that, Many young people will know it is the lifetime ISA. So, we, you know, young people know it as the, the kind of the scheme and the fund to help you get your first house. But it's also can be used for your pension. Mm-hmm. So if you didn't notice, Eddie, you can contribute up to £4,000 per tax year on oh, your lifetime ISA. Okay. Right? And the government will give you 25% on top. So that's £1,000. And you can do that for 33 years. So imagine so that's an extra £33,000 from the government. Mm-hmm. If that, it, providing that you put in £4,000 each, each year. That's an extra £33,000 from the government that can go towards your retirement to yeah. add on to whatever you've already got saved. Brilliant. I mean, that's it. Once again, it's more more free money, isn't it? The exactly. Government. Free money, you know. So this is the whole point of it. This, this is, this is you know, the free money element helps a bit as well, doesn't it? You know, yeah. You know, so that's great. Yeah. Yeah. And and the beauty of the lifetime master as well is that you're able to take out your money and access those savings from your 60th birthday. So unlike the state pension where you can get it out at 65 you can get it from your 60th birthday. So if you wanted to, you know, take it out early and treat yourself, you can do such with the Lifetime ISA. Brilliant. Just something to note as well is that if you did want to take it out early, you know, for whatever reason, whether it's for saving for a house or for retirement, you will have to pay 25% fee, penalty fee to the government for early withdrawal. Absolutely. Um, and talking about, I mean, and we talked about the pension, the private pensions. I mean, like, mm-hmm. you do have access to... We have a private pension. One of the benefits, most of them will allow you to get at it at 55. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so you might be able to take, sometimes they allow you to take a lump sum and a reduced pension or get early payments, you know, so that's one of the benefits of a of a private pension. So you will be able to uh, get that. And that, that, that also applies to some workplace pensions, private workplace pensions. Mm-hmm. They, they allow access mm-hmm. to it early. So, yeah, that's good news, isn't it? Yeah, amazing. Well, that's pretty much covered pensions, Daddy. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on. Hopefully that's helped some people. It's Pensions Awareness Week, as I mentioned. All this week, we'll be creating content all around pensions, help you understand pensions a bit more, kind of hopefully push you to maybe even looking into any pension schemes that your workplace may may, um, offer, sorry, wherever you work, or potentially just having conversations with people around you and seeing what they know about pensions, if anyone's contributing, and kind of getting a bit more information around that. Brilliant. Yeah, I would say... Definitely. I think pensions are like, as you said at the beginning, for old people, oh no. And it, it was, you know, I, I can I can definitely tell you when, when I first started contributing, it sounded like, oh, for old people. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's, now is a good opportunity. Like, make take today, take this week, take, you know, right now to have that conversation. Maybe go and have a Google, do a bit of research. Have yeah. a look at the government website. Yeah. There's a calculator on there about your state pension. Have you paid enough? Are you, mm-hmm. are you, are you on target for for getting your state pension, you know, because some people, particularly what we found, I mean, obviously, hopefully your your listeners are, are, are too young for that, but a lot, they, there was a big issue where a lot of uh, mothers stayed at home looking after their children. Mm-hmm. Therefore, they're not working. Therefore, so they weren't making contribution. contribution yeah. So there's a whole, there was a whole big, you know, 
push and scandal about that. So, so you know, it's good to have that conversation, have a look. So don't be afraid. Yeah. yeah. Well, good thing you mentioned that. Did you know that compared to pension pots in total, women have £7,500 less than men in total in their pension pot? Okay, which well, obviously, it, as you it, mentioned... It bears, it bears... I mean, talk about, if you're doing facts, um, did, did you know only 23% of people are confident they know how much they need to save. Exactly. You know, so yeah. 23 people, and this is, you know, this is the fact, 23 people. Know. Yeah. And how many, you know, how many of your listeners now, I mean, are they confident how much they need? I mean, we're going through the figures that's putting mind blowing, but so it's, it's about having that conversation. It's about having that information. There's tons mm-hmm. of information. Speak to who you need to speak to your employer. Go, you know, look, look, one thing you, you find, and if they have, if, it, if you're talking about employee pension, when you speak to the, the providers, the people who look, look after it, they have the advisors and yes. I, I call them, a number of times and they are really knowledgeable mm. you talk at they they will give you advice to say i'm paying so much x amount and can i do this or should i do this um i'm not sure but i've heard i can do this you speak to those those um, advisors and i found personally on, on i've i spoke to a different couple of different um providers and they are very knowledgeable mm-hmm. they will give information guide you to information but then you know Overall, overall, nothing stopping you going to an independent financial advisor exactly. and get some advice and, you know, someone who's taken a look at your whole, you know, uh, you know, payment and lifestyle and they can look at you and give you some guidance. Yeah. Directly. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you, Daddy, for coming to the episode again. Um, like I said, content all week on it. So make sure you follow Penny's Pounds and everything. We'll be back again next week with another episode. And yeah, that's it. Oh, let's do our outro. You say bye, Daddy, you want to finish it off for us? Oh, what do I say? Penis Podcast, thank you for listening. Ah, uh, pen- okay. Go on. Ah, uh, Penis Go pen- quick, quick. Pen- 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 Podcast, thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you so much. <laughs>